an entitled Karen demands to cut first into the line to a restaurant, claiming that because she has kids, no one else in the line matters in the slightest, and that she should have priority to get into the restaurant and get out of the rain. And I've never been more offended by somebody's behavior in my life. Here's what happened. So this story happened a few months ago, and it honestly still blows my mind. So my sister and I, both of us being 20 years old, were traveling together to this small touristic town in the southern region of our country. One night we wanted to go to a restaurant, and we didn't know how popular it was, and it was kind of crowded when we arrived, so there was a line to get in. There were maybe eight people or families in front of us, so we decided to wait anyways because we had some time. It was raining, and the line wasn't exactly inside the restaurant, but it was in a covered area, so it wasn't raining on us or anyone else in the line. Maybe 30 minutes passed by, and there were two people in front of us, and maybe three or four behind, and it was right about then that the entitled couple arrives right in front of us. The husband is holding a toddler, and there's a little boy following behind them. They stop, look at the line, look at each other, and the wife picks up the toddler and immediately goes up to the lady in charge of the line, demanding that she lets them in. The lady asks if they have a reservation, and she says no. She then tries to explain that without a reservation, they can't cut in line for obvious reasons. But this definitely was the wrong thing to say, because this entitled Karen then starts to go off on her. The wife starts to go, don't you see I have a baby with me? And she said this while holding the baby up in front of this lady. Me and my sister were watching all of it, and we saw the husband pushing the little boy so he would stand next to his mother, all for the show. Then she goes on and says, I have two kids with me, so you better let us in. There's no other families with children here. They can certainly wait. The lady very patiently repeats what she had said before, but this doesn't sway this entitled Karen in the slightest. Ignoring everybody else in line, this entitled Karen says, It is raining on us. My kids are gonna get sick. If my kids get sick, it's gonna be your fault. So you have to get a table for us right now and let us in. Then, almost on cue, she called for her husband, and he started repeating the same things that she was saying. Talking about how they have two kids with them, it's raining outside, and they don't want their kids to get sick. They also said that they had the right to cut in line because they had kids with them, and that kids should be prioritized over the adults in the line to the restaurant, claiming that his kids were starving and they needed something to eat. This went on for a while, but thankfully and eventually, they both left. And as they were leaving, they were complaining and cursing the lady who was just trying to do her job. Now, I don't blame the kids for the parents' behavior, but it wasn't a nice scene to watch in the slightest, and it definitely was an awful example for them to set. Eventually, we were able to get in and have some food, and it was really good. So truth be told, at least our night wasn't ruined, and at least we didn't have to deal with an entitled Karen cutting in line all because they didn't want to wait. That is honestly super ridiculous. The fact that she would wave her kids around and basically be like, whoa, look, children here, I gotta go first. Like, what does this lady think? Is this the Titanic suddenly? Do women and children need to get into the restaurant first before the boat sinks? Like, come on. And the way they walked up, it kind of screams to me that they've done this before. Like, they both knew exactly what to say just to try and guilt trip their way into the head of this line. And that is so inappropriate, in my opinion. To parade your children around like that as some kind of bargaining chip, as if there isn't already a dozen people standing in line trying to get into the same restaurant. Like, come on, get over yourself. So thankfully, the person at the front didn't take that and didn't cave to their weird demands. Because at the end of the day, if you choose to be a parent, then that's on you. And the rest of the world does not have to cater to you, especially if you're just going to use those kids to try and get your way. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love 
Am I the Genius? Check it out, link down below in the description. My entitled grandmother ruins my graduation party by taking back my laptop she gifted to me before the graduation party, all because I didn't show it off and let people know that she bought me this in the first place. And it was so embarrassing and it ruined the mood. And I'm still upset about it to this day. Here's what happened. So this happened when I was 18 years old. My dream was to go on a Hawaiian vacation. I love the culture, I love the music, and I have a dream of trying to surf. My grandparents had a timeshare there. We live in Minnesota. And my grandmother asked me what I wanted for graduation. So I told her I'd really like to go to Hawaii. They usually went every winter, so she had agreed. Fast forward to January when they usually went, and my grandmother said my back is really bad. I don't think I can handle doing that. And so I was like, okay. She asked, I have this laptop that isn't that old. And with your grandpa and I not traveling anymore, it doesn't get used. What if we gave you the laptop for graduation instead? You can take it now. The only thing I ask is that you put it on the gift table with my name on it, stating that I gave it to you. My grandmother had a very entitled way of demanding attention to herself, by the way. So I just agreed. And I figured it wasn't a big deal for a gift that was essentially a $1,000 laptop. My grandma always bought the best. Well, the graduation party came and I brought the computer out for dad to put on the table. But my dad said, no, son, we don't want someone to knock it off. There will be too many kids and too many people. And I said, well, what about grandma? He said, don't worry, your mom and I will handle it. This is your day. Well, eventually grandma saw it wasn't up there. So she pulled me away from the guests. She said, I want to talk to you right now. So I walked away from my company and asked her what was wrong. She promptly got all up in my face, growling and grumbling at how I was so disrespectful and rude and how I was the most disrespectful grandchild ever. I said, hang on, if it means that much to you, I can go get it and set it up. So I quickly went into the house to go and get it. Besides, my dad was the one who said that I shouldn't set it up. As she follows me into the house, I grabbed the laptop and that's when she said, it's too late for that. I'm taking it back. You don't deserve this. When she said this, I felt so upset. I promptly ran across the yard. My mom called after me asking what was wrong. I hollered back and I said, ask that spiteful woman you call a mom. Shortly after, a cousin came to find me walking in the neighborhood. She convinced me to come on back. And after calming down, I went back to visiting with my guests. During a lull in activity, I went back to see if the laptop was around. And guess what? It was gone. The funny part is that she didn't even take the charger. So it would not have done her much good. I just felt terrible. I came out bawling. Now my grandmother on my dad's side saw her take the laptop out of the house. And she said that she didn't think anything of it. She didn't know about the events prior. Everyone tried to console me. My dad especially was livid. Meanwhile, my grandpa, the entitled grandma's husband, was out in the yard. He was so embarrassed and angry at her, he couldn't even look at me. My mom said, you need to talk to him. And I demanded to know why. I thought that maybe he was in on it as well. My mom said, no son, he's hurt just like you are. He told me he's so embarrassed he can't even look at you. He knows what that laptop meant to you. So I eventually go up to him and my grandpa said that he was so sorry. He said, you're getting that back. Either she gives it back or I'll take it myself and get a new one. No cost spared. Everyone else at the party was so nice. My dad's parents even offered to buy me a new one. They were very poor and I knew this. So for them to offer meant a lot to me. Later, my dad and I saw a police car. So we flagged him down and we discussed our options. My grandfather had politely asked to handle this in the family. So my dad told the officer that grandpa had one week to give it back or we would file theft charges. She did eventually give it back though, but I never did 
did get super close with her ever again. My grandpa was so angry with her. He said that no one has the right to take back a gift like that, especially when she knew what it meant to you. This hit especially hard because I'm a music connoisseur, so I had my entire music library pictures easily several gigs worth. Now, I know I sound like the entitled one to some people, but I don't make a habit out of asking for expensive things. But regardless, I'm just happy to have the laptop back, especially after spending so much time setting it up and putting so many things on it. It really would have been a shame to lose it forever, all because of my grandma's entitlement. Yeah, that sounds like an absolute mess. So she gives you the computer before the party, and then she only wants you to set it up for people to see, just so they can know that grandma gave you this expensive laptop? I mean, what is that all about? That's so weird. So honestly, overall, I'm glad you got your laptop back. And with all things considered, I definitely don't blame you for not getting close to your grandmother after that. She sounds super entitled, and you seriously don't need that kind of energy in your life. My girlfriend broke up with me all of the sudden, and despite trying to talk to her about it, I'm seriously at a loss and I don't know what to do. So my ex-girlfriend and I live together with our two kids and her parents. I bought a home with them, but she isn't on the contract. About two months ago, she decided to break it off between us, telling me she doesn't love me anymore, and since then, communication between us has spiraled up, down, and out of control, then to an abrupt and sudden stop, but I'll explain that at the end. When the breakup first happened, we shared the same room and slept in the same bed. She took her side and I took mine, and we did nothing but sleep the opposite way. We would have fallouts from my behavior. I'm telling you, I lost my mind from being in love with this girl, and I began to snoop through her phone and discovered that she was on a dating app, casually talking to other men. I would call her out and tell her to give me more time to grieve instead of jumping right into the dating scene and hurting my feelings time after time again. I even falsely accused her of sending photos to random men. I was not myself, and I felt so ashamed of my behavior. I eventually told her that I deleted her Gmail from my phone and realistically had no access to anything that she'd do. Her privacy had finally been renewed, but through and through, we talked like casual people throughout the day, mostly about the kids, and several times about issues that she'd have with her parents. I would comfort her, of course. That is, until things changed three weeks later. At this point, she had hit up the gym and improved her diet. Once or twice a week, she would party at clubs or go out with her friends to movies. She admitted to me when she traveled close to the mountains late at night with her friends, and she felt the adrenaline rush, but would still have a hole in her heart like something was missing. We would still talk casually, but at moments, I'd make the mistake of admitting I still loved her, and I begged for another chance. And of course, as it would naturally go with no prevail, I would do this for the next two weeks on and off, through text messaging and in person, as I drove her to work in the morning, saying things like, if you could only see things from my perspective, you would change your mind about me. I've changed, yet you don't care. Or I would counter that by saying, you are the reason the relationship failed, and then immediately regret it and apologize. Yesterday, I tested her by taking out old love letters that she wrote to me and asked her to throw them away because I didn't want them anymore. She responded and told me it was my responsibility and she doesn't care what I do with them. Soon enough, she set up a spare bed in our kids' room and she has been sleeping in there for the past week. The morning commute together is completely silent now and when she picks me up at night, we don't talk at all. Sometimes throughout the day, she sends me partially aggressive text messages reminding me to keep up with my responsibilities of paying my credit cards so I can move out when my credit improves and whenever we do interact, she always has an attitude towards me. Her mood has changed a week ago from upbeat to aggressive with me. I've been minding 
minding my own business, and I only talk to her when she texts me about important matters. Part of me thinks she found another man, and I'm standing in her path of having to still deal with me being around, like I'm a nuisance to look at. Another part of me wants to believe she's grieving the relationship now, when at first she was too busy to care. Honestly, it's all such a mess, and I seriously don't know what to do. I think the original poster is absolutely out of line. Like, seriously, she broke up with you, and she still has to live with you at that, and you very clearly have not gotten over it, so now she can no longer be nice to you, but instead she has to be aggressive and rude just to get you to leave her alone. And I think, in my opinion, you should be seeing it from her perspective. She doesn't want to be with you anymore. It really sucks, and it really does hurt, but she doesn't want to be with you. That's the facts that are laid out in front of you, and you need to accept it and move forward with your life. That's my opinion, at least. I think by bothering her consistently every single day to and from work, talking about how you need another chance and you want to be with her and all this stuff, all while basically blaming her for the relationship, on top of trying to test her, is in and of itself incredibly weird, while also not ensuring that you're ever going to get with her ever again. Because in her eyes, it probably comes off as really creepy and really, really sad. So please, accept the fact that she is not with you anymore and try and find some kind of way to move forward with your life. Learn how to be there for your children and respect the fact that she chose to walk away from you, whether you like it or not. My boyfriend overreacted and because of that, he kind of ruined my birthday and now I don't know what to do. So for a bit of context, a few years ago, I was an exchange student in the United States and I made some friends. One of those friends has come on vacation to my country nearby where I live and he told me he would be visiting me on Saturday in the city in case I wanted to hang out and see each other one more time. I said we definitely need to meet up, but I didn't have time that day because it's my birthday and I'd be celebrating with my family. The day before, I found out that my family would be celebrating my birthday in the evening, so I told him I did have time to hang out and that when I get there, I will show him around the city. I told my boyfriend of two and a half years, whom I have a long distance relationship with and was outside at the moment, that I would spontaneously go to the city the day after to show around this friend. Since I just found out that I would have time for that and my boyfriend said okay, on Saturday I hung out with this person and it honestly really was a fun time. And then I went home, I celebrated my birthday with my family. I texted my boyfriend in the morning before meeting this person and I FaceTimed him in the evening. I could tell all along that there was something really wrong with him, but he just kept saying nothing. Over FaceTime, I kept asking him what was wrong. I could tell that something was seriously off and he even raised his voice at me. When I asked about the meaning of that, he just said that he wanted the questions to stop. By the end of the call, I couldn't take it anymore and I was just like, why do you keep lying to me? If you keep acting like this to me but you say nothing's wrong, what should I think? Why do I deserve this treatment? And he finally told me that there was something wrong but that he couldn't tell me. At that point, I just got really mad because he had been kind of ruining my day and making me really worried with his silent treatment. And I said that I was really annoyed because in the past, he already said he would work on his communication. And not only did he not tell me anything on his own, even when I asked him, he then also kept lying, saying that nothing was wrong, but instead being really, really dry about it. And I was going crazy. I told him that if he couldn't tell me, he could have told me there was something wrong, but that he needed time to try and tell me instead of lying to me and making me so confused. It was a really exhausting situation. We just went to sleep and today he was finally ready to tell me what was wrong. Apparently, he wanted to surprise me doing a FaceTime call in which we would look at presents for me if I wanted anything specific. 
specific. He said he had been really excited planning that and that he felt worthless because I instead spent my birthday with some guy that I knew in the US. He also said that by the time he woke up, I was already on my way over there and we couldn't do the call even if we wanted to. And when he said this, I said that I understand and I'm sorry that it might have been a bit disappointing, but it's not a reason for him to get this upset, as well as giving me the cold shoulder all day and being dry and not telling me what was wrong. I told him I didn't know that he planned on doing anything like that and that I did tell him the night before that I would be going into the city with this person, so I don't understand why he's so surprised that I did that. I also said that we can call and celebrate together at any other time, and we even had time in the evening, but instead spent the majority of the FaceTime call fighting and arguing with each other and just trying to figure out what's going on. I also said that I didn't understand why he didn't just reschedule it for another day. Also, my friend was coming to my city on Saturday, with or without me, so it wasn't a plan that I could just reschedule or anything. I told him too that if anything, it's a good thing that I got to go out and do something fun in my birthday, and he should have been happy for me, but if not happy, at least not mad at me. I do understand that he could be disappointed, but more like, oh well, a bit annoying, but we can reschedule it for any other day, and it's not that big of a deal. I get why he would feel worthless when I didn't even know he wanted to do anything, but we still had time on FaceTime, especially in that evening, and his plan could have worked for any other day too. Even after I said all that, he still didn't understand my point and feels uncomfortable and completely upset. I just made plans on my birthday thinking that I had some free time. How on earth did it get to this? I don't know if this is even normal. I'm so tired of this situation. I just need some other people's insight. What should I do? Honestly, I think the fault is on your boyfriend. If he seriously wanted some special time between the two of you to go over gifts or to have FaceTime or whatever, he should have communicated that and said, hey, this is what I want to do. Like long distance relationships like that, you need to have a lot of communication. It's the only way that trust can really be brought about in a relationship. So I really wouldn't stress too much about this. It sounds like if anything that he dropped the ball on trying to get this organized. And I don't think you did anything wrong in the slightest. It is becoming harder and harder for me to see a future with my boyfriend. And at this point, I seriously don't know what to do. So I've been in a relationship with my current partner for about eight years now. And while I love to continue this relationship, it's getting harder and harder to envision a future with him. We're both 28 years old and have yet to move in together or take any next steps in our relationship because he is broke and makes no effort to change his situation. At first, I tried to give him grace because we graduated just before the pandemic, but he has no desire or drive to work more than 10 hours a week at a job that makes $2,000 a month, and that's before taxes. Also, he spends every waking moment of his life playing video games. Seriously, his gaming consoles are on from the moment he wakes up to the moment that he goes to sleep. Day after day, week after week, I'm doing good for myself, and I have tried to help him out by offering to put words in with people in my network, as well as to fix his resume, send him open roles, etc. But he finds an excuse and problems with every solution I offer. He'll say that he doesn't work that kind of job, or working full-time sounds like an absolute nightmare, or he'll say, I want to make money other ways. Admittedly, and embarrassingly, he is so broke that whenever we go out, I always have to foot the bill and drive. He also refuses to get his license because he doesn't want the responsibility of driving and doesn't even know how to pump gas. I've tried multiple times to sit down and talk with him about this just so we can develop a game plan together, but he always gets frustrated and upset whenever the conversation comes up and he always says that he'll 
figure it out within the next few months. And then the cycle just repeats. Truthfully, at this point, it's starting to become extremely unattractive. And I'm beginning to feel like staying in this relationship is doing nothing but holding me back. It really sucks. It really does. Because I love him. And outside of this, we have a great relationship. This is all so frustrating and I seriously don't know what to do. Honestly, I think we need to first understand that the guy in this story is 28 years old. You're telling me at that age you don't have a driver's license? Like, really? And it doesn't sound like there's any kind of limitation that would be preventing you from getting one. It is quite literally out of just pure laziness. He says he doesn't want the responsibility of driving, but what he's really doing, in my opinion, is stating pretty loudly and clearly that he doesn't want to work and he wants to freeload off of you for the rest of his life. Like, this is absolutely unacceptable. There's no reason for him to be sitting around and doing nothing like this and expecting the world to just open up all these opportunities that he's actively not looking for. You've done everything you can too, by the way. You've tried to make good at getting him some kind of references. You've tried to put a good word in to find him a job. You've networked with people that you trust and basically putting your neck and reputation on the line just for your boyfriend to finally get off his butt and work. And still with all the multitude of opportunities you've placed at his feet, he still pushes it aside and decides to do nothing. And that, in my opinion, is completely inappropriate. So I completely understand where you're coming from. And honestly, you deserve so much better than this. You sound driven and you sound like you know exactly what you want. So it is unfair that you have this kind of dead weight sitting around doing absolutely nothing. Because let's face it, if he wanted to do something, he definitely would. But unfortunately, it looks like he doesn't. So with whatever you decide to do, I really hope you think about yourself first. Because it sounds like your boyfriend absolutely has thought of himself first as well. And I know if I was in your shoes, I would be incredibly frustrated and I would be wanting some kind of positive change. Otherwise, I just don't see this working out. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out in the description below and subscribe.